0: all right guys hey. What's up? welcome to facts on facts on facts we're back we're back we did it
1: we're like that dinosaur movie we're back yeah <laughs> we truly are dinosaurs
0: you know what i think we're creeping up on it yeah we like, we're like yeah we're, we're late 20s this year
1: well yeah I mean, I I I counted late twenties last
0: year. I didn't. I didn't have the balls to do it. <laughs> I'm, we're like, we're
1: mid mid twenties. Like yeah. that's not a a death cry.
0: Yeah. Speaking of death cries, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go into the Republican Party or whatever, but oh, we got man. we got time. That's a that. different episode. And it's a different kind of death cry. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's a wonderful laugh. <laughs>
1: All right, we have a vague outline for this show, Yeah, which is
0: great. We tried to keep with the organization that we had, <laughs> you know, three fucking years ago. Right, so. Just keep it vague,
1: you know, get it right, get it tight. We're like, nah, keep it vague, keep it all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: keep it passably
0: good. Yeah, right and tight hasn't been my motto for quite a no. while. <laughs> nope. All right. So uh, I think we're gonna start with some vague stories, right? Yeah, we should have some kind of funny story. Okay, we have one. So <laughs> I'm on the phone with Liz. She's on her way over here, and we're talking about because we're gonna have like wine and pizza and shit. And we hadn't we had none. But yeah, we had none of that. Right. This is all my fault, by the way. I blame myself because I was <laughs> like, maybe Liz shouldn't get directions to a grocery store. Let's have her come directly here and we'll drive out. But neither of us wanted to leave the house. So <laughs> no, I was lazy. So
1: I think that I get 50% of the guilt.
0: <laughs> we were <laughs> Possibly both, more. We were both lazy. And my lazy ass was like, I'm just going to order Chinese food. And instead of going out and getting wine, I just order Chinese food. <laughs> Which is almost like wine. Mm, nope, All not right. as fine Bye. and not as alcoholic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still delicious. Yes, that's true. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm on my way.
0: You can keep going. Okay. Right. <laughs> Started the story. That's right. I'm, I'm telling a story. <laughs> I forgot. So anyway, yeah, she's on her way, and I call her, or she calls me. And she's like, yeah, um, I was like, thinking of getting some cheeses, you know? And I'm like, fuck, girl. I was at Ralph's the other day. They had, like, <laughs> this whole cheese section. Let me tell you, like, they are getting so bougie. They had all kinds of good cheeses. And Liz is like, oh, um, you know, didn't say cheeses. I said cheese it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why didn't cheese-its? <laughs> I wasn't because I'm making wine. I'm like she's gonna want some cheeses because she's like, living no. that valley life. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, no. Half
1: bouge at best. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the motto for my life. Half, half bouge, bouge at best.
0: Yeah, I'm getting up to half bouge. I, like, you you live in new bouge. Yeah, this yeah this is new. I'm not I'm not. This is new to me. This is my that new new. Like I don't know how to get used to it. Cause
1: I always got that new new shit. <laughs>
0: is <laughs> my hero in life, honestly. She looks so good. She still oh. looks good. She It's like she was in a time capsule. Right. She still looks the same. She had a baby, and she's like, oh, what happened? Nothing. My body's still the same. Love my face and my dimples, please. Thank God, you. those dimples. Watch ATL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they're listeners, they probably have watched okay. it at some point. I hope so. It's a... Oh. Uh, tour de force, honestly. <laughs> it's an amazing. Movie. <laughs> so uh, I have a, a vague and
1: short story um, that I feel is a metaphor for life, honestly, which is most of my stories. So I went to Nantes yesterday with Jose and Jose's cousin and Jose's, one of Jose's nephews. And by the end of the day, I'm dead, you know, I'm uh, laying down on my backpack and um, thinking about crying for help. And I get inspiration in life. (laughs) I turn around. (laughs) We're in one of those lines that, you know, doubles back on itself, like that centipede game. And so right in front of me, after I turned around, there's like a group of children. And it was like three tween girls. And then what was clearly one of the brothers of one of the girls, like a baby boy. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And one of the girls asked him, she goes, hey, what what grade are you in? Are you in seventh grade? And this tiny child, clearly not seventh grade, looks up and he goes, hell yeah.
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I've never seen a better use for like the sunglasses emoji as this little boy going, hell yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I And this girl that's clearly his sister goes, what? No, you're in third grade and he put sunglasses down on his face and then stared into the distance like he was contemplating all of his failures in life and i and that's my metaphor for life <laughs> <laughs> that's a badass kid like i didn't have swag like
0: that when i was little no i was such a nerd
1: dude so many little kids have swag now and it's unfair
0: it is unfair first of all glasses are cool now what the fuck is that i used to get i used to get my glasses taken and hidden and stuff you know people are mean kids are terrible
1: i say this all the time with the interest i had when i was 10 years old like if i was 10 years old now i'd be really cool because that's what all the 10-year-olds are into.
0: Yeah, they're all into comic books yes. now. They're all into coding and yes. shit. They're all into fandom and like all in, yes. in every nerdy thing that that people hated about us. They
1: love video games. They yeah. love Star Wars. They love the internet. All the reasons I didn't
0: have friends. <laughs> <laughs> we had now friends. They, we just chatted with them online. Right. <laughs> I had online friends.
1: <laughs> they do too. We but still... they, all, they supplement it with, you know... In-person things Yeah
0: Like that whole Ability to be social
1: Right yeah. <laughs> They'll be much more Functioning nerds When they're older I think Yeah That'd be that'd be interesting To see yeah. Functioning nerds Nerds yeah. with swag mm-hmm.
0: yeah. <laughs> Speaking of nerds Speaking with swag, of nerds With swag yeah. Oh you know what Maybe we should update Our listeners on The fact that It's been three years Yeah It changes Yeah <laughs> Like we're both married Yes <laughs> <laughs> Same dudes Same yeah. dudes Yeah we, we,
1: we get pretty steady on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Liz and Jose <laughs> bought their first house That's like adults. Right. We did.
1: I think yeah. in the last one we were talking about beginning the purchase of, you know, looking for a house. And now we've been there for a couple years. Yeah. And uh, any listeners that are, you know, trying that, that are in that stage of their relationship, uh, just know that when you buy a house what you're also deciding is to not have
0: a big wedding
1: (laughs) unless you are blessed (laughs) with
0: money in the bank. Okay. So that's what Nick and um, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law did. They bought a house and they had a big wedding and I'm like, no. I don't want either. I don't know yes. how. It's not my money, honey. I was not in their bank account, and it is definitely not my money because I didn't have any of that shit to right? spend when we got married. Like, I guess if if either sets of our parents had the ability to pay
1: for it, that would have been a different thing. But yeah, you know, we had to pay for everything ourselves. Yeah. So we just did. I was. We were inspired by you and Chris, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, you know, let's do our little thing. And then uh, maybe we'll do a big thing later. Mm-hmm. Which was still up in the air. We actually talked about this yesterday. He was like, oh, yeah, aren't we supposed to have, like, a big wedding? And then I was like, "You, your family is, like, 9,000 people I don't know about. <laughs> That's
0: the thing about Mexican <laughs> families. Like, you can't just have, like, a, just say, oh, we're going to have a big wedding and then not have 200 guests. Exactly. You know, like, per person.
1: Exactly. Like, <laughs> per family. I said that. I, I mean, I... I was trying to explain to my family members why that was a good decision mm-hmm. <laughs> to do something little first. Uh, and I was like, well, because, you know, uh, a full wedding with his family is like at least 200 people minimum. And that's just the family members in California. And the response was, who do you think you are? Princess Diana? And I'm like, not nah, Diana, maybe. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, I was like, it's just, it's, if you don't have a lot of money, <laughs> then it, what you've decided is you're just going to have the house. But you know what? I think it was the right decision because the house is very long term and a wedding is just one day.
0: Yeah. You, you can take that more. I think more couples are doing that now. Oh, like, yeah. It, you you need that money f- to build your life together yeah. rather than put it in one day, one cake. You yeah. know? I mean, the pictures is something that I did invest money in and things that I knew there were going to last, I put more, more money in. But... I wasn't like when we had our big quote unquote wedding, it was like 60 people there. and It was beautiful. Yeah, and it was, it was fun. It was, it was exactly what we wanted. Yeah. We, that's exactly, I should probably get closer to the goddamn mic. I'm <laughs> over here getting mad at you and shit. <laughs> but that's, it was exactly what we wanted. And that's the thing. Some couples are, are, are pressured into saying, well, my family wants me to do this and they want a big wedding, but fucking do what's best for you. You guys have to live with each other for the rest right? of your lives. You know, they're going to die eventually. They don't got to live with you.
1: If such and such family member is going to pay for it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Then, yeah, like I I would have been flexible with decisions if there was, you know, an influx of money. Right. But if they're not, then you do you. Mm -hmm. And um, it'll turn out all right.
0: Yeah. turned out great. It was tough for my family because they all wanted to be a part of it. And they yeah. wanted to say, hey, I was a part of Jasmine's wedding. Or, hey, you know, I walked Jasmine down the aisle and they didn't get that. And, you know, they were kind of heartbroken. But it was also like most of my decisions were based around my family. This was about me and Chris. And exactly. I needed it to remain that way. And I think we did the right thing.
1: Unless your family is living with you right after the wedding, I don't, I think it's fine. Right I think. And they're not funding
0: our <laughs> lifestyle either. So no. So, I you think know, fine. That's a,
1: I'm just my general... Uh, the way that I think about life is if they're giving you money, then the, maybe they have a say. Right. If you're living with them, maybe they have a say. But if not, then what matters is who you're coming home to at night. Right. Who you're making your money with. Mm-hmm.
0: Making the money, making the I babies. The okay, so... And making the food. <laughs> 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 so about how we make money. So we So
1: we wanted to do an episode. I say we. I was like, hey... <laughs> I was thinking on the way over here. <laughs> yeah, I totally didn't have a say in this episode. Like, <laughs> I just show up. I'm like the Kool-Aid guy. I was like, hey, I made all these decisions. And you're like, all right. Now, so
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it was, it was something, it was, to be fair, this is something that we wanted to talk about anyway. Yeah, we yeah. Uh,
1: because we are both in this great position uh, where we both are working in a nerdy field, but one that we love. We both work in the tech industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I've seen is that there's been a lot more influx of media attention and news stories about the tech industry in general, but specifically about diversity. And diversity in Hollywood has obviously been a big Issue recently. Mm-hmm. Diversity in the tech industry, I see, is getting a lot more publicity. And we are two women in the tech industry. And you're... For now. For now. Because, <laughs> you know, I might I just have know. to quit and just work in the kitchen with babies.
0: Yeah, well, or... <laughs> I was thinking about stripping. You can be a housewife if you want to. Uh,
1: <laughs> what? Oh, man. Sorry, I just... My brain went on a tangent. where. uh my, my friend was telling me about how she named her daughter's doll. It was like, Princess Valeria Wintuxen, And I was like, that'd be my stripper name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. can you, okay, can you imagine a DJ announcing that like <laughs> with this half education? It's like 0. 0.5 of an education. i going to talk about Princess Valeria. They'll give up halfway. That, you'll be just Princess V. V can mean a lot of things Yeah <laughs> Princess says V is a much better stripper wait, no, wait, wait, wait Check it in the street. We're supposed to be talking about things Okay, right, right, right We're not talking about badges Although there will be a dick oh, comment it. somewhere That's at some our point. rule Yeah
1: That's our rule There has to be dicks Yeah
0: <laughs> Peenies
1: Peenies 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 we're women in the tech industry. <laughs> Peenies. And
0: uh <laughs> Well, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're.
1: <laughs> especially if you work in the valley because there's a lot of porn in the valley. I was interested. Oh, just... I get it. Yeah, 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 Gotcha. Although also in general, because again, diversity is a problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we are women in the tech industry. And yep. I'm a white woman in the tech industry. You're a black woman in the tech industry. Yes, I'm chocolate as fuck. So you are a unicorn no <laughs> although not necessarily you're just you're underrepresented because uh people don't hire as much. but okay so
0: we were gonna follow this okay so <laughs> what we wanted to do was talk about we wanted to talk about silicon valley because we really love the show oh my gosh we're both obsessed with it oh okay let me just let me <laughs> just put a definition on obsessed yeah i'm obsessed with it because i watch it over and over again this is a different I obsession with it take it Approximately thirty-two thousand steps
1: further than the average person who watches the show. I mean, my Tumblr is a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not Silicon Valley. I've made friends just to, just from this uh, TV show. Uh, interacted with the actors. Um, I've done cross stitch. <laughs> I I mean this. Uh, uh, when I was first introduced to this show, I was at work, you know, woman on the tech industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and
1: and uh, another person who works uh, at that job came up to me and my supervisor and we're like, so there's this new HBO show and it's about your life. And I went home and I watched all of it. And it, I mean...
0: Mike Judge is a genius in general. Yeah. (laughs) And and as soon as you, because I think, I'm trying to remember who introduced it to me. I think it was you. It was probably me. Yeah. I put it on everybody. Well, no, because I saw the, I I would see the previews for it and I'd be like, oh, this is super interesting. Like, I want to watch it. And then you were like, no, Jasmine, you have to. And I was (laughs) like, well, fuck. I guess I got to fucking watch the show now. (laughs) You
1: got the easy end. There was a night, it was my friend's birthday um, and she had some people over and some people were drunk and they were like, oh, let's go play uh, beer pong in the backyard because, I don't know, we're not really 21, but we're 21. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, was, I was inside on the couch and uh, I had just gotten to the last episode of the first season and I'm watching it and there's a couple other people that didn't want to play beer pong and they're watching it with me and they're like, what is this show? It's amazing. I'm like, you have to watch this joke. And so I played them the dick to floor scene. Oh. <laughs> Anybody who hasn't watched the show, it's uh, you need to watch it. So, Yeah, she's and
0: I was, trying to force you guys into it, too. Yeah. Let's be real, Like,
1: most of our friends have seen the show. Yes, because I don't <laughs> let people leave my house without watching it. So <laughs> the first person watches it would be like, that's amazing. Second person comes in, they're like, what are you watching? So I rewind to the start of that scene. Second person, that's amazing. Eventually, we had watched the scene 10 times in a row because just one person at a time would trickle in. <laughs> The poor person who was with me the whole time was like, I kind of want to kill you, but also this is amazing. So the point is, anybody who wasn't there that night and I forced the show on you, you had it way easier. (laughs) 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 We were able to pace ourselves. Right. (laughs) You, You didn't have to watch one scene ten times in a row, but it's a life changing scene. It's I mean I when I watched it I was like this is Jose life and his affirming. friends affirming life affirming definitely <laughs> life affirming I was like this is this is how nerds talk to each other. This is how they have conversations. I've seen Jose and his friends do this. They come up with one wild idea and an hour later there's math to back it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that with uh <laughs> It's well there's not math, there's just maybe statistics. It, where they go on Google go. Right. or they talk about all the statistics or whatever yep. they looked up or experienced or researched and then it's that it's, one's uh, me. I'm I'm the statistics <laughs>
1: gabber. Jose's the one who's like, I'm gonna actually work out the math. Bless him for actually knowing how to do the math.
0: Yeah, I can't math. I can't anymore. I just <laughs> I used to carry around a graphing calculator Aww. after high school. I was so attached to it. That is not cute. Don't all That's that. That's adorable. It's, it's terrible. People, grown women shouldn't do that. It's not adorable. I would just write boobs over and over. <laughs> That's not what I did. This is why I don't have a graphing calculator. <laughs> I paid $200. just boobs, 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 boobs. Well, I paid $200 to fail calculus. That's nice. what I got. <laughs> <laughs> As did we all. Got a big D and not the kind I like.
1: <laughs> there it is. There's the no yes. jokes.
0: It had to happen.
1: <laughs> Silicon Valley. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I'm very into the show. Um, it's, I mean, Luca's saying Mike Judge is a genius, and what he does is he brings forth the most accurate depiction of subcultures. Like with King of the Hill, or just with everyday work life, mm-hmm. and it, people respond to it so strongly because they're like, "Oh my gosh, they took my life, but actually made it more interesting," <laughs> and it was a huge revelation. I I was obsessed. I mean, I'm I'm a coder. I'm not like they are, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm self-taught, um, and I've mostly focused on you know, front-end development, half the people in the audience have gone to sleep.
0: And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, half, half the audience are probably coders. Or do some kind of... Well, and you know what? I don't want to assume anything. I don't know what you guys do. Maybe you code at night. I code at night. Yeah. teaching myself how to code in secret. That's so badass. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really sad. And uh, I'm flailing right now. Oh. You know, it's, I mean, everybody it's just does. Because, Yeah, exactly. Everybody yeah. does. Like, I mean, you're learning a whole new language exactly and i didn't realize that until i actually started and i'm like well shit like i might as well just i should have just learned spanish yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) if i wanted to make money just fucking be bilingual yeah but no coding is actually it's frustrating right now but it's fun because you get to see the outcome of what you do you know i mean the small things really fucking make you want to rip your your arm hairs out (laughs) just one by one but (laughs) if you're not into troubleshooting don't code
1: yeah if you're into computer mysteries, <laughs> <laughs> and if you can picture yourself um, annoying all of your coworkers by making your own cheerleading dance, when you make one CSS3 animation finally work, <laughs> you may want to start coding. Yeah. If not, if you're not uh, in those, if you can't picture yourself doing that, you might want to save yourself a lot of headaches and just not. But.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so back to Silicon Valley and why we love it, and it was—it's just like Liz was saying—it's just a big representative of 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 what we deal with in the tech industry as far as pressure and coding. Liz does it; I do not. I mean, I know all of those people. Yeah, and that was a big thing. It's (laughs) like every guy on that show you've experienced. Yes, in multiple iterations. (laughs) Yes,
1: (laughs) you've experienced those bosses. Yep, you know. I mean, and it makes sense because you know they're all based off of real. People or real archetypes. Right. So it was just amazing to see you're like, oh, God, I worked with that guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's like, I kept saying that throughout the show. It's like, oh, fuck, I know that guy. God, yeah. I, I hated him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when I did interviews, and um, yeah. I don't recommend this for everybody, but it worked for the type of positions I was applying for. Um, when you're asking the interview, if you have any questions after I ask the good ones, <laughs> the ones that actually you should use everywhere. Uh, hint, hint, one of the best ones that I always ask is if you could sum up your company's culture in one or two words, what would it be?
0: Ooh, I like that one. I'm going to steal it. It's a good one.
1: Personally, if somebody says work hard, play hard, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to like this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's Tellegist's motto. (laughs) That's not a joke. (laughs) It's not a fucking joke. Work hard, play hard is, um, bro speak. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm And I probably shouldn't talk bad about my company. On uh, you have a great company. Get the great, it's great this company. actually is a lot of fun. They they're, they're a great p- company to work for. But my God, do we work hard! You work hard, but the benefit <laughs> is the payoff is great. A lot of people love work hard,
1: play hard. Yeah, just for me, I'm like that's a little too bro. Yeah, that's why the programmers were totally real in that show. Man, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck! They really know the industry yeah. that they brought that in. Programmers, I know too many. Oh, okay. So after, you know, in my interviews, after I asked the good ones, if it's the right kind of company, I would always close out by being like, which Hogwarts house would you be sorted into? Because <laughs> I want to know. Now I just ask, which Silicon Valley character are you the most like? That would make much more sense as yeah. far as what
0: you're interviewing for. Yeah. Right.
1: Because a lot of times it's surprising, but I will go to a lot of tech interviews and people will be like, oh, you know, I don't really read Harry Potter. Like I've only seen like one movie. And, you know, after I'm done crying internally and, <laughs> you know, already packing up my things, like, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I have to be like, well, I'm a Hufflepuff. And they're like, isn't that the shitty one? And I'm like, gotta go. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> Silicon Valley, uh, people, they understand a little bit more. Um, although I still have that. Isn't that the shitty one reaction? Cause I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm the most like Jared. And somebody was like, do you hate yourself? What? Oh
0: my God. Jared is the best. Yes. <laughs> I'm putting on hats. I'm putting on hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I love everybody.
1: Honestly, like it's funny because when you work with those guys in real life, it's much more annoying. When you're just watching them on your TV, you're like, I love everyone. These are my children and
0: my babies. Just dealing with them. (laughs) Because you don't have to deal with their bullshit. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) It doesn't affect your workflow. When you're at a, exactly,
1: (laughs) it workflows. Which is why I said I want to be like Jared, because I feel like his role in a business development is very important. And I don't think you see as many people in the tech industry that can cross over that can do both the, the technical work and do the managerial and uh, keeping things on task, doing the project
0: management part. Yeah. That's what I want to learn. They're mostly very disinterested in, yes. learning.
1: <laughs> in doing that. Yes, they are. Just how Jared has the perfect personality for it because <laughs> he just lets it all roll off his back. Yep. <laughs> That's what I would want to do. Oh. I think, I, well, because it's important, and I and I bring that up, because that usually comes when people ask, you know, where do you want to be in five years, blah, 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 bullshit. Right. And I bring that up, and I say, you know, I want to eventually get into project management, because I think it's important that there need to be now people who can bridge that
0: gap. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I know I was talking to one of um, the IT director at our company about, you know, the future of IT, and where should I go, and what should I look to do, and he's like, you know what, be able to be able to multitask and have a yes. business aspect, yes. but also have a tech aspect because we need more people building a bridge a bridge between those two yes. areas. And speaking mean, this, uh, speaking a different language, saying, "Hey, I get business and I get IT." Yes, let's talk.
1: Spoiler alert for the end of season two.
0: Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, don't spoil. All right.
1: Well, there's there's a big shakeup. Yeah. <laughs> shake. There's a shakeup. There and is a shake. Up. There's a shakeup in the last thirty seconds of the final episode of season two. And unpopular opinion, I kind of hope that has the, as the cards lay that it stays that way because what we've seen of okay keeping things as vague as possible <laughs> a character loses his position within the company <laughs> but that character wasn't very well suited for that position mm-hmm. and that was so accurate in how things work in real life uh to take it to a different place like in the social network yeah well <laughs> we yeah. See. <laughs> just another great example where people who come up with ideas people who are like great coders and can dream up ideas, that doesn't mean that they have good managerial skills. Yeah. And you see that happen in real life it all away. the time.
0: I just want to let you. Uh,
1: fuck it. <laughs> Snape killed Dumbledore.
0: Oh my God. Do you remember that? Were you yes. there for that? I tell that story to everyone. Tell it, tell it, tell okay. it. Okay. So uh, me, Liz, and a couple of our friends went to go see Harry Potter at the midnight showing, right? And this is like, I don't know. This is like the fourth one mm-hmm. or something. And the other book came out like maybe a few months before, or a year before. I'm not sure. And this is the one where Snape kills fucking Dumbledore. So we're all sitting down. We're about to see the movie. And the guy comes out to announce the movie and talk about it or whatever. And as the silence falls over <laughs> the theater, some douchebag yells, Snape kills Dumbledore <laughs> into the crowd. And it just echoes because it's <laughs> silence. <laughs> This Those way. damn acoustics. <laughs> they're too good. <laughs> and all, in my mind, all I'm thinking is the children. <laughs> <laughs> they won't understand. Won't someone think of the children? <laughs> Those poor fucking kids.
1: I have a worse story from that night. No. Worse for me. Uh, everybody left to get snacks, and I'm just sitting there saving the seats. Mm-hmm. And they were playing. Uh, so I hear a girl behind me being like, oh, this this song that they're playing right now. That's from the Harry Potter soundtrack, and it took all in me to not turn around and be like, "Bitch, this is track five in the Return of the King soundtrack. <laughs> this is Lord of the Rings. Don't ask me why they're playing it right now. It's not even <laughs> the same composer." <laughs> but you're fucking wrong.
0: But you're real fucking. I did not do it.
1: I just <laughs> sat there and stood yeah. and was like, "I'm gonna write this
0: on Live Journal later." <laughs> Live Journal. I'm old. Oh my god, do you remember Zanga? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We're just aging ourselves right now. Mm, Women
1: in tech. Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: what we do. We age ourselves. (laughs) All right. So
1: we can, okay. So we've talked about Silicon Valley, how it's, um, transcendent and wonderful. (laughs) I feel that it's important to critique the things you love sometimes. Yes.
0: It's well, to be pragmatic.
1: Yeah. Right. Because, You know, when that original person said, oh, this TV show is your life, that could have been better suited to be directed at my supervisor, who's a man. Mm -hmm. But
0: the show fucks over (laughs) the female (laughs) characters often. Yeah, I mean... And I I was talking to Liz about it earlier where um, I just started started watching The Big Bang Theory, and it was irritating because the only... um, the only constant female character was the neighbor and she was yeah. a love interest and she was super hot and that's what she had going for her. And she wasn't very smart. She's dealing with all these smart guys. This is, their strong, their suit is is being smart. And I'm like, okay, why can't there be a really smart girl? And then the really smart girl is, is only in there occasionally. And yeah. she's just, I like that she uses the guy for sex. I think that's really funny. <laughs> But I think that Silicon Valley did kind of the same thing—not having, not necessarily having a hot love interest, but only having like one intelligent girl on in the show that can code, and then not utilizing that character every yeah. chance they had. Like she wasn't fully integrated oh into their circle.
1: My, when the episode in season two happens, where Carla Walton, queen of my life, <laughs> queen of your life, my forever love when she appeared I I mean I get emotional a lot but I was really extra emotional this episode happened because to me it was like a little glimmer of hope and I thought yes like here we have this great female character and she did still fit like an archetype of a female coder yeah but she wasn't there to be like this wasn't just here's our hot tits out girl like a lot of shows will end up doing because mm-hmm. <laughs> who cares if you can code as long as you look good
0: Eek, well
1: so they just had somebody who is extremely and there's women that online. can
0: do both okay? oh yeah absolutely you know what i mean Don't, absolutely no, and some women will look down on other women who look good and are good at their jobs like okay let me just talk about my boss for a second because she's yes. a badass she's the director of, of operations and, and she's she majored in, majored in engineering, and she was surrounded by dudes. And she's just so fucking good at what she does. And she looks good every day she comes in. And she's like my inspiration. That's Although, like, she's my inspiration after I get to work. Before I get to work, my inspiration is being as low key as fucking possible and <laughs> not doing my makeup. And then I get to work and regret that decision, and it's just a vicious cycle. Five days a week, I understand? <laughs> I understand.
1: I mean, I work in I work in the valley, or I've worked in L.A., and you have to look good at work. Yeah. Even when you're a coder, even when the guys are walking in with, like, pizza on their face, <laughs> if I'm a woman and I want a job, I have to look great. Yeah, there's a
0: certain standard. Like, okay, for example, there's this a guy I work with, and he comes in, and he, he will wear his sneakers and his khakis or whatever and just be low-key. If I fucking did that, like, I wouldn't be considered for a promotion. Like, no. I'm, I'm, what I'm doing now is only because I'm not, I can't really get promoted in the position I am. <laughs> I'm in, but if I w- if I wanted to be taken seriously, I have to come in in my heels or my kitten yep. heels and my skirt and my tights and have my hair done up, have my yep. glasses and my earrings on, and be ready to fucking. Because that's how you show that you really care about your job. Yeah, but you know how I care about my job? I go and you and have do to overperform. Job. Yeah, you have to overperform. You have to overperform
1: and look fucking flawless while you're doing it.
0: Yeah, and I feel like my male counter my male counterparts don't really have to do that on the no, job. They no just they have don't. to be good at what they do. Yeah. You know, and show that, um, show great leadership ability. <laughs> Fucking, I just want to talk about, I want to talk about my boss again, because yeah. um, I, I, she's, I pay very close attention to what she does, because I want to be in that position at some point where I'm a director of something and I'm yeah. t- being taken seriously, and I, I kind of want the position she has and which she's telling these old white dudes what to do. <laughs> and she's Indian. That's the dream. T-dubs. Oh, I love her. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Right. So the only problem I have is that some of the these dudes feel they can tell her whatever she they want because mm-hmm. she's a woman in her position. Like if this was the male director you were talking to, you wouldn't take that tone or you wouldn't feel no. like you can take her lightly. But some people do and I see the difference and I know she sees the difference but she just sucks it up because she wants to be, she wants to go further. Right. So she sucks it up, she does her fucking job and she's amazing at it and then, you know, it just <clears throat> it just hurts to see that because it means that as much progress as we've gained there's still so many leaps that we have to make absolutely you know in our mindset in our in our norms
1: i uh i'm <laughs> my my vaguely similar story um jose's old boss is badass woman and she's one of the vps of the company so she's worked her ass off and she's so smart and on top of everything and she looks good every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, she her her kidney was failing and she was still on top of the world. Like she was taking a dialysis kit with her halfway across the world to do work. Holy crap. like badass woman, yeah, okay. And her husband is hilarious and amazing, but those are like separate stories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and at one point, uh, when Jose wasn't with the company, she threw me a bone and she asked me to come in and do some uh, work on site. And she gave me a really difficult but very good talk. And I felt that it was very important where she was like, Elizabeth, when you're in conference calls... You're so professional and straight up and you sound very knowledgeable. You're great. It's like, it's when you're just interacting with, you know, other coworkers where you're too girly. It's like, and that will hold you back. And of course at first I was like, no, you know, it's okay. I can be adorable and do all this. She's like, no, I know that you can. Like I know that your girliness and your adorableness has no bearing on the level of your work. She's like, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tell you, if i acted the same way i wouldn't have made it past a manager position
0: <laughs> yeah and you know what that's what i'm worried about like right. and you in order to compensate for that you make changes in the way that you talk. You make changes Absolutely. in the way that you act. Like I have to do that when I go into meetings. I lower my voice and you know? I sound more assert- assertive. I get louder and I get more sure. I get, I sound more sure in things that I, I might be confused about, but you know, <laughs> when dudes walk in a the room, they don't think, well, if I, you know, I don't know this, so I'm not going to say it. They say, well, if I don't know, I'm just going to fucking bullshit. Exactly. And really, really smart. Exactly. And you know what? I do that and it seems to work
1: so far. <laughs> There's two ways that, that women played in, in any field. They either do what you do and what I try to do, which is <laughs> what you just described, or they'll play it super nice and play into gender stereotypes. And both of those are ways to get a little bit further because when you're nicer and you're more placating and you ask more questions instead of being assertive, then you show that you're not really a threat to the power structure. Right. And so some some women make that
0: work. Yeah. White and women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I'm worried about is is not being the employee that I want to be because I have to fake yeah.
1: the employee,
0: you know? And I, I feel like I shouldn't have to do that. If I want to be fucking girly one day and assertive the next, I can be that. Right. You know, if I want to do my makeup one day and I don't want to do it the next day, I should be able, I should be free to do that. It shouldn't necessarily give you some preconceived notion about who I am as an employee and who how I work and my work ethic. Absolutely. But... It is what it is i guess you, you know what and to be fair guys have the same thing if you came in with a t-shirt with a hole in it yeah. you know looking like the lead singer from the U's and shit oh my god like you <laughs> do people still listen ourselves. to them <laughs> god damn it Who's a, who does it now i don't remember know. brand new <laughs> i will forever remember brand new oh my god i still listen to them i have this i have this playlist 20 dollar Bill. <laughs> What was the one that everybody loved? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. I'm not going to start singing on the podcast. This is not the form for this, but could be. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. Can I do my Beyonce two line? Uh Yes, yes, you
1: can. Let me sit this ass Uh, on you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're wonderful. Right. So. walked in like that like i'm sure they'd have preconceived notions about who right. he is it, depending on what department he's working in right you know so like to be fair but it, but but also there's, we have a, there's still there's still you have to dress a certain way in most businesses
1: the difference is to me that because makeup should not be a gendered issue yes, i think everybody right. should wear makeup if they want to regardless of your gender mm-hmm. if you want to contour the shit out of your face You know, like boo boo, do that. Look amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't care if you're the hardest motherfucker. (laughs) Like you could look amazing, dude. But it's like, but because right now makeup still is a gendered thing. uh, If a guy comes in looking super sloppy, there wasn't an expectation that he would. He should have also spent an hour on his makeup. Yeah. And so for a woman coming in just without makeup can be enough. She can be dressed up fine. She'd be wearing business casual, full-on business suit. But if she's not wearing makeup, there's still going to be this notion of like, "Mm, she should have tried harder.
0: Right. (laughs) Which I feel is, uh, yeah, and I think, and you're right. I think that's unfair think is completely unfair. For me. But I think everybody should wear makeup if you want to. If, if you, have the you money. want to. You know, because makeup can get expensive. That's oh, yeah. an investment, dude. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm looking at my makeup and I got it like last year before my wedding and I'm like, fuck, I got to invest in some more <laughs> makeup. Because I don't, I don't, I just stop doing it for work. I'll do it when I go out with Chris because that's an investment for me. I want to look good when I'm with him. When I'm at work, I feel like I shouldn't have to put on my face I should. I feel like I shouldn't Have to dress up for that I'm here to do a job And then I'm taking my ass home Right If it was something I don't know Maybe, maybe it'd be different If it's, it was a job That I was uh, That I wanted to invest My future in I think maybe It'd be a little different But for now I'm like Fuck it <laughs> <laughs> Chris deserves this Not you <laughs> Aww Aww <laughs> Although he hates it. He's like, why do you wear makeup? It's like, because I fucking like it. Yeah. That's why. <laughs>
1: I love when I, when I look good. I go with my man. Yeah. I'm like, plus as a big girl, I feel like I need to have on point makeup. You Okay. Yeah.
0: And that's another point. I was looking at the plus size models online and they never have a picture where their makeup is like no. not on point. No. And they're like, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you look so good. Because if they didn't, they know they'd be even more scrutinized. Yeah.
1: You got to be a 10 in the face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 10 in the face. 10 in the face to forgive a body. Yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite of a better face.
0: Oh, okay. So <laughs> I was out with Chris at Santa Barbara. He was working down there. And I went to go visit him. So I had to go to Smart and Final to pick up something that he wanted. And the guy that's checking my stuff out, he's like, Hey, has anyone ever told you that you have a pretty face? And I was like, Oh. Yeah, myself every day in the mirror. Thank you. <laughs> and I just walked out. Up, up. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I hate that pretty face shit. So get out of here, dude. Because when they're saying said you have a pretty face, what they mean
1: is, I bet no one can get over your body. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you that your body's too big? It's a good thing you got that face, though. Yeah. Like, mm, Fuck you. you. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. I do have a pretty face and I got a banging body.
0: Yeah, and I'm fucking smart and I'm good at what I do. Yep. And Everything that I do has nothing, everything that I do at work has nothing to do with how I look.
1: Surprise, motherfucker. I got a lot of value. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker.
1: All <laughs> right, like 300 more words about Carla because I love her. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, this isn't, she. <laughs> you're not writing like, I'm writing love, fan
1: fiction right now. Yeah with my words in my mouth. Okay, no. So she I had so much goddamn hope for Carla Walton, queen of my life, love of my everything. Because <laughs> it was like finally like I've worked with her as well and I loved that girl and like I was so happy. I thought that was going to be a turning point in the show because I'm gullible. Yeah. Um <laughs> and you then had hope. He's not gullible. You know, she was robbed. <laughs> The actress, who is an amazing and hilarious comedian, she was really fucking robbed. We were robbed as an audience, I think. And it was very annoying to me because it felt like it was one of those writing moves where, they were, where somebody came into the writer's room and was like, hey, some people online noticed that we only had one woman character in the first season. And they're like, fuck, we got to make them feel better. Here, put a character in there. So they write a female character, mm-hmm. give her like three lines the rest of the season, and they're good. But no, nope. to be fair, they introduced one other woman in the second season uh, to take over after the death of the actor who played Peter Gregory. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was amazing. Yeah, I, I love her. I love how I love that her actress. Yeah. I love that character. But let's be real. They just based her character off of Peter. And Peter was a great character. So they yeah. were like, let's uh, just change the gender and we're good. <laughs> and make her more um less of a dreamer. We'll just make her more straight-laced. Yeah, that, wow. Yeah, no you're absolutely right. And there you go. I think that they took basically the storylines they already had planned <laughs> and just put a woman in there.
0: Yeah, and I feel like they do make their the female characters not two-dimensional cuz well no, they are two-dimensional. We don't two-dimensional. really get we don't get as much in-depth and they don't yeah. there's not as much banter with the guys as there is with with Carla. I was very
1: happy that they abandoned the love story that was supposed to happen with Monica. The what? Because <laughs> Monica and Richard, they were like trying to make oh, it so that they right. were going to go on the yeah. dates. And yeah. I'm really glad that they abandoned that because it would have been like what you were just pointing out. Oh, with the Big Bang the Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yep. Where they take the only female character and her role is just to be a potential love interest mm-hmm. instead of, you know, cause Monica's a badass on her own. Right.
0: <laughs> and yes. Yes, she is.
1: And honestly, she deserves better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, well, the thing is, is that if it will feed into this whole fantasy of hot girl, nerd guy. Exactly. It's really more of a
1: self-insert will... story at that right.
0: point. And that's, what would be also how they retain their audience. Right. Or their, their, their key audience.
1: Because, you know, the nerdy dudes who are watching it want that fantasy of like, we can have the hottest girl imaginable. And, you know, she does that joke and, uh, where Richard's like At the end of the first season He's like Really? You go on dates With losers like me And she's like Constantly And while I know that line Was written to be more Like Oh She going not go on a date With Richard I read that I was yeah. like I understand
0: yeah, Because <laughs> we've we all do. Been on dates <laughs> Yes Because we do Understand Yes Oh uh, my god I just don't I Just all of Okay Cupid for me Was just not okay <laughs> It was not okay Fuck Cupid <laughs> <laughs> You've been suck my the dick. Okay,
1: and okay, cupid is accurate. <laughs> you go, people. Well, they're okay. We're yeah. <laughs> they were all right. Uh, we're probably nearing a time limit, right? So I right. wanted to just cover because I know there's, you know, a chance that people might listen to this and be like, "Aren't you being a little harsh?" Oh yeah, of course. E- even though, to... even though we're just talking about you know our actual experiences, actually we haven't even really gotten into our actual experiences where Not... we have a myriad
0: oh, <laughs> of stories oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: of <laughs> real life marginalization. <laughs> <laughs> so, because we are facts on facts on facts, uh, I thought that it would be who this to have just a couple instances. Um, links that we can point to for people to do further research. Mm -hmm. Uh, One great story that came out recently, they, uh, where do I have it? So there was, um, who did the research? Okay, well, GitHub is a code repository that's online for open source code. Half the people have fallen asleep again. So (laughs) (laughs) a study came out recently um, that, code was either polled or it was approved at a higher rate if it was coded by a woman, but only if the gender wasn't disclosed. So I think that some of the headlines uh, bulked it up a little bit too much because it was a difference of about 4%. But that's actually a very significant difference. Uh, This headline from The Guardian was, women considered better coders, but only if they hide their gender. And I've seen that play out in real time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've seen instances where uh, female coders have just given their code to a coworker and been like, hey, can you turn this in? Because it'll be approved if you do it, but it'll be more scrutinized if I do it. Mm -hmm. So I've seen that happen in real life. Um, And then one other article that I thought was uh, relevant to our discussion on Silicon Valley and also technology in general. Was this article uh, that talks about diversity programs and how companies that boast about their diversity programs still end up hiring mostly white dudes?
0: Well, <laughs> and it was There's a ex- lot of them, yes.
1: Well, that too. <laughs> um, they have a lot more bravado than I do. <laughs> and so it was discussing <laughs> the phenomenon of moral licensing, which just means if somebody does something that they see as a good deed, for example, let's try to hire more women. Let's try to hire more people of color. Then they're more likely to turn around and do something not good
0: because they're like, I've absolved myself. Yeah. And I told Liz that I do this with food all the time where it's (laughs) like, I will have like quinoa and sausage and eggs for breakfast. And then... Pizza for dinner because I fucking rocked breakfast, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we see that in our personal, I oh, yeah, I do the pizza too.
1: <laughs> but then we also see it, you know, in a in a systemic level with how hiring goes. Right. Um, this article brought up a really good point where you saw a lot of white people who voted for Obama. And doing that, people would out themselves a little bit later of uh, saying things that were pretty racist, (laughs) being Mm -hmm. like, it's okay, I voted for Obama, which is the new level of, it's okay, I have a black friend. Oh my god, yeah, I was just going to say that. (laughs) 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 So in my opinion, that's how I feel about what happened to Carla, the queen of my life, love, my everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and just in general How women were treated In season two Is it was like Look we threw you a bone Now ignore Where The fact that we're Going to ignore you The rest of the of the time Yeah
0: like Lena Dun- Dunham and uh, Black People Yes She did it for like and <laughs> one episode Or maybe two episodes And then it was just over Poor Donald Glover Wow oh, He's so hot He's so hot All right okay well we're gonna end the podcast on that i really hope you guys had fun listening um if you have anything you want to talk about you can always find my friend liz on tumblr i am on tumblr way too much yeah (laughs) i am not on tumblr enough you will be yes i will i will get my shit together and get my ass back i won't be just a lurker anymore because i really just stalk liz on tumblr that's all i do i hope more people stalk me on tumblr (laughs) I hope more people feed
1: into my ego. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I love you guys. All right.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you. We're happy to be back. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye.